How'd that feel? Weird, but <laughs> exhilarating. I'm jealous of Beatty has to do that every single week. Just send it for the boys. Sweet. You can absolutely tell that is not our traditional backdoor cut caller, Matthew Beatty. What are you he saying? is away in Europe today. You're tuned into Backdoor Cut here with Josh DiMatteo, Jake Eisenberg, and a very special guest, Alexis Brassel. Welcome. Thank you, guys. Thank you for having me. (laughs) Uh, For those that don't know, Lex is a media professional working in Sydney who has come to get to know Jake and I over the past couple of years through basketball and our shared passion of the game. And we thought with Beatty away in Europe, probably hunting elk, 100% 100% chance. <laughs> mm-hmm. There's a 100% chance. Of yeah, that. 100%. Mm-hmm. We thought we'd get a guest in. And today we're going to do something a little bit different rather than run through the week's happenings and news, mostly because there wasn't all that much. We're going to do a history piece on Lex's favorite team, the Los Angeles Lakers. And this is kind of going to be a history of the Lakers according to Lex. Lakers, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Lakers, baby. So, so you're better than Beatty, who is recently become a Lakers fan. Right. Lifelong. Yeah. Oh, a lifelong recently. Recently lifelong Lakers fan. Coincidentally yeah. coincided with the signing of... Uh, What's his name? LeBron James? LeBron. Yeah, right. LeBron. Okay, so he's following LeBron. He's actually a lifelong Cavs fan before that. What do you guys think about guys that follow players as opposed to follow teams? <laughs> well, that's the millennial way. We, 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 yeah. we're Losers. We're, yeah, Josh likes to stick by the Chicago Bulls right, through, th- right. through thick and thin. Right. I'm, I'm, I'm through blood. I have no choice. I mean, it's my religion. <laughs> no choice. It's, yeah. it's my religion. I yeah, have to follow, follow the Boston Celtics. Um, I, I think following a team is is better because you have to go through the ups and the downs. You, yeah, you, you can't you just be up all the time. Exactly. Yeah. Beatty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I also get it, like, because there's all these players moving from team to team. And if I really love Russell Westbrook, yeah. uh, now I have to go for Chris Paul and, like, Danilo Gallinari. Yeah. That kind of sucks. I guess it's different because we're not living in the States, right? Because mm. I guess if you lived there, you'd go for the local team. Full stop, right? Yeah. There and, were, that's Jake, essentially. Your dad... Yeah. Lived in Boston for how long, you reckon? Uh, 25 years or so. Yeah, that's as good a reason as any. And I'm yeah. sure he saw a few titles in his time. He's, yeah, yeah. He, Larry Bird, that was his, oh, his, his, 80s. his prime. Big time. Yeah. Um, yeah, well, I guess why I bring up the question, and I know I'm, I'm not supposed to be getting <laughs> No, by all means, hit us, but The heat check. Yeah, I guess I, my journey through NBA started as a child. Um, I did go for Chicago as a child, but, but, but please caveat that was the Jordan era, man. Yeah, Everyone, yeah, yeah. And I was, I don't know, six, seven. Yeah. Everyone, everyone was like wearing Bulls paraphernalia. Everyone was all up on Jordan. The commercials, like we'll get in Australia, we'll get Jordan commercials on TV. So right. Yeah. Well, this is just before Jake and I's time. So yeah, we were just exiting the womb. Around exactly. Now. You were probably yeah. like, yeah. I, I, won't make, <laughs> I won't make a weird basket <laughs> analogy, but think of it and laugh. Um, so essentially in Australia at the time, you liked basketball. You pretty much had the option as, was to just watch it on, on Channel 10. There was a show called Countdown or mm-hmm. NBA Countdown or something like that. And you had half an hour on a Saturday just to watch. Get as much NBA basketball can you in half an hour <laughs> yeah. and you talk about it the rest of the week, right? Um, and most of those top 10 clips were, were Jordan dunking on someone or, or <laughs> you know, like stealing or, you yeah. know doing something amazing and you just be in awe of this man right um so then if you were initially on the bulls what precipitated the change okay so that was a child as a child so i 
I separate my fandom into three stages, child, teenagehood, and, and adulthood. <laughs> That's very mature of you. Yeah, so it's just <laughs> I, like I my life. It's a mature guy. <laughs> As a teenager, I kind of flipped on, on Chicago. Um, there was a period, a good long period, where there was no NBA in Australia. Like, we, mm-hmm. there was no internet. You couldn't yeah. just check it out. You it's just probably right after Jordan. Pretty much after Jordan, uh, after, you know, his sixth title, everything went pear-shaped. Nothing was really catching on here. So, yeah. Uh, and then kind of my, you know, with able, without able to get any source of news for the NBA, I just sat dormant for a while. Yeah. Along come the 90s, man. The 90s was, you know, late 90s. Yeah. Huge all of a sudden. Shaq comes to town, all of a sudden it's a Shaq, it's a Shaq show, right? I want to say 92, 93. I think, sh- yeah, Shaq, he got, when did he get drafted by the Magic? It was early 90s, and then 96, mm. the Lakers signed him as a free agent. Right. Yeah, okay. 92. So, yeah, jo- and so this is like Jordan's still around, obviously. Jordan's still around, but there's a reason why it's back yeah. in Australia's yeah. forefront, right? Um, Shaq's in town, so yeah, Jordan's still around. Um, but the jazz was really good at the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it was good. It was you long, it was have, you're not getting coverage of the other the big Utah thing. Jazz the other big thing that was huge, and you guys might remember, you would have been younger. But basketball cards were the thing, right? Cool. So everyone, like mm-hmm. people who didn't even like basketball, were collecting basketball cards, and you'd get into fights. You'd you know play flicks like we used to do with the football cards, but we'd start collecting in like massive like folders and stuff. And yeah. everyone was gangbusters on 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 basketball cards. So everyone kind of knew every team, and everyone was wearing basketball logos and stuff. Okay, around that time, uh, ninety two, ninety three, I got big on the Warriors. Okay. The Warriors, yeah, the so, Run DMC era. So just after Run DMC. But they had a few good rookies. Okay. So they had uh, Chris Webber, mm-hmm. uh, Latrell Sprewell, and someone else I'm forgetting. But anyway, those two themselves yeah, were yeah. just like phenoms coming out of coming out of uni, college, uh, uni, yeah. you know, college, uni. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, they probably did. Yeah, they're probably yeah, yeah. one year. Okay, let's call it college. <laughs> um, and then I was big on that. I was still and a massive Tim Hardaway fan as well. Yeah. yeah. Uh, original Tim Hardaway. You guys know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And from there, I was a teenager. Again, it kind of died off afterwards. So maybe I'm confusing myself. I think after that, everything kind of died off yep. for a little while. And then how I became a Lakers fan was, I guess, uh, even after the first three titles, Kobe, I wasn't really jumping on that wagon yet. Right. So you came after the Kobe Shaq feud. Correct. Interesting. Correct. Obviously, I heard about it and, you know, I wasn't passionate about it at the time. But... Um, do you think that's emblematic of the NBA not having a strong enough presence on Aussie TV, Aussie media, all that kind of stuff at yeah. the time? Well, again, a time where you'd only get the information that's given you. Yeah. And the news would tell you stuff, or the sporting news would tell you stuff, and, you know, there was a sports tonight would only tell you football yeah, yeah. and rugby and AFL and stuff. Um, but, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. You know, you, as a child, as a teenager, you only get the information you're given. You, you speculate and you make... You know, you don't get mm-hmm. to watch full games. You get to no. watch clips. Mm-hmm. Um, so what what drew you to the Lakers after their title run? So uh, just that there was a two, three year span where they were just killing it. Sitting watching full games. By then, you know, people had Foxtel. People yeah, so that's what, games. like 2006, 7, 8 range? Yeah, or? yeah I want to say about yeah, that. Yeah, that's when Kobe was really... Really yeah, firing up the well, eighty-one point like, game. That I think that would have been in that. Oh, span. his shoes were blowing up. Yeah. He had some great advertising commercials out there. Oh yeah. Um, you know, the whole Mumba thing became mm-hmm. you know, blew up. 
um, it was those years. And, you know, LeBron was still there at the time. So yeah, really, so yeah, and LeBron's come onto the scene as well, right? LeBron's come onto the scene. Yeah. You know, some other great basketballers. You know, even Studemeyer was pretty big yeah. at the time. And in the um, D Wade, like like, Shaq goes over there as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And everyone, everyone, like everyone enjoyed it again. It starts to get everyone enjoyed it again. And it's like, okay, cool. This this passion for NBA that was that laid dormant, mm-hmm. and the internet's blowing up, right? Yeah. Um, you know, kind of fueled that again. Um, and I don't know if he was the best. Yeah, he was definitely the best player at the time, obviously, with the, with the two more titles that he got. Um, but, yeah, that era is when I really got him. So, Paul Gasol. Right, Paul Gasol, Bynum. Uh, Bynum and the whole few that happened with Bynum. Um, Derek Fisher Derek and all those Fisher. guys. Lamar Odom. Yeah, Lamar Odom. Yeah, so that was great. Like, it was Pre, a great Pre-Kardashian curse, Lamar Odom. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> kind of went downhill for him after that. Um but I don't know if you watched those cold as oh. balls things that I told you to watch. Oh, I've seen a few of them. Oh, now, the yeah. Maro ones worth watching. Oh, I've watching. seen that yeah, one, yeah. yeah. So that was a great YouTube yeah. channel. Interesting. Cold as balls. Yeah, Fantastic. check it out. Check yeah. it out. All right. Um, and, um, so those 08 Celtics Lakers feuds. Yeah. That was like my real first. Right. So we, we, oh, we started at the same time then. <laughs> yeah. Okay, cool. cool. Like, yeah. So there was two back to backs, obviously. Yeah. Um, and and did, you, great. did you see that? 08 Celtics Lakers series. Yes, but I watched it out of pubs. Uh, I think <laughs> mm-hmm. I was, I was work, definitely working by then. Yeah, definitely working by then. And you know, lunchtime pub games. So, you know, go go with my mates and watch it. And we, you know, like mm-hmm. we do now. Like now, everyone it sounds goes sounds like us. <laughs> yeah, um, exactly but, right. But then there was only a few people held hovering around. Yeah. You know, you can. But now it's like it's going to be on on yeah. the pubs at least. Like it, it's, ev- it's everywhere. I mean, I get pissed off when the volume's down. You're like, come on, I man. Yeah, like, I need I need to hear Mark Jackson or Mama. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. There goes that man. <laughs> but yeah, the you know Boston's big three or second big three. Um, oh, the original big three. Sorry. Well, no, you, you can argue Paul. that Parrish and and Michaela, the original big three. But yeah, no, okay, yeah. I think yeah. you could yeah. argue that, yeah, Jake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> of course. Um, original Boston big three. Original Boston big three. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, the revival of the big three. And mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess in modern day terms, the big three. Sure, sure, sure. They were the big one. But having them versus Kobe and yeah, maybe an Odom slash mm. Powell slash Bynum. I think Powell could have like made a really strong case to win that Finals MVP in that in the year that they beat the Celtics. Yeah. Without KG, you look without KG. I'm not sure that at the, yeah. at the just, time it probably would have been Powell and Kevin Garnett as the best power forwards in the game. Oh, big time! Well, KG uh, was kind of on the on the back end of his prime, but he was still super still dominant, especially in that defensively. year in 2008. Yeah. But intimidating, right? Like oh, banging his head against yeah, the stanchion. Yeah, doing these ones where he's, <laughs> you know, he's really trying insane. to stand <laughs> Yeah, um, and he's still like that when you yeah. watch him on TV now. And you're like, this guy's personality is, you know, is half his game. Yeah. Um, but you kind of want to see that. You like, you're yeah, doing, yeah, man. Before games, like you get to see that guy on the same same side of you, or you're facing that exactly. guy. It's going to invoke a lot of emotions either way. Yeah, yeah. And obviously, he played his best at Boston. Like, like, mm. you know, did the well did the formation of that Boston big three? Mm cause a bit of a stir in Australia again? Yeah, yeah. I mean, people talked about it, um, but it wasn't it wasn't negative. I think most people at the time were like, oh, sweet, they're starting to put some good combinations together, yeah. right? And, and, and Yeah, it's not like today where everyone chucks up a sting, oh, here we go, another super yeah, team, yada, yada, yeah, yada. Yeah, I mean, this, this next season's going to be interesting because it looks like everyone's just pairing up. Yeah, yeah. this is what we've been saying. Yeah. We can't wait because we have no idea who's going to win. We have yeah. no idea which youth is going to come good compared to other teams' youth. Like, yep. it's complete parity. Mm. Yep. Right, so yep. Since that 08 year, you had the big the big three Celtics. Even You can even argue the Lakers had that big-ish three with Kobe Powell and then yeah, yeah. Odom, and then you get to the Heat. And then yeah. so the Warriors, we haven't had yeah. no big threes in 
Yeah, like yeah, it's back years. to like Jordan and Pippen. Yeah, 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 which could be nice to watch. It was, could be great to watch. Yeah, yeah. so of those Pau Gasol years, mm. and other than Pau, mm. who would you say was the big contributor, the unheralded hero from that team? Um. I'm going to get some slack, but maybe Derek Fisher. Like, maybe. Yes. He ran the triangle better than anyone. He did, and he just seemed to be a rock. Yeah. Like, I guess, you know, obviously coaching, he kind of failed. But when you heard he was retiring, you'd think straight into coach. Like, let's plot him right into coaching. Because yeah. maybe not at a CP3 knowledge of his, of his basketball intelligence or IQ, but really up there. And obviously, I think Kobe appreciated that because mm-hmm. you know he gave Kobe the ball. Yeah, yeah. Um, but Particularly after having to play with Smush Parker for yeah. however long. And I'm a big fan of Meta. I was gonna yeah. say. Yeah. <laughs> um, actually, we he we, was actually very important to those teams. Yeah. He brought that grit, spacing on the wing. Yeah. I think he went by Ron Artest then. Yeah, he was, was Ron Artest. Yeah. yeah. That was the melee Artest days. <laughs> exactly. But were, that was the the finals that they won against the Celtics. Artest hit that shot in the corner. Yeah. yeah. And he's in the post game conference saying, "Kobe passed me the ball." <laughs> I, I, I still watch that yeah. that that uh that <laughs> so post. Good. And me and my dad are sitting there. Yeah. 2008, like in this, like we found a TV, like yeah. dad had just flown in, and we're like. Oh, yeah, this, this was game, it was game seven, right? Yeah. And, and we're like, Ron bloody Artest in the corner. Has, we're worried about Kobe <laughs> driving 40 and Ron Artest, no, no. this hooligans. Yeah, he was definitely drunk when yeah, they were yeah. interviewing. And he was like going stuff like, yeah, we got Wheaties. You know, they, they, <laughs> they put him on like the cereal package. He's like, yeah, I got Wheaties. <laughs> and you're like, this guy's genuinely happy. Like he's drunk as, and <laughs> it's amazing. Um, but yeah, proper thug. But, oh. you know. A few elbows on Harden in his time. You know, Malice in the palace. It's what the team needed, though. But yeah, but he... Uh, Pal wasn't known for his aggressive side. Every team needs an enforcer, right? Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, it? Perkins Kobe was the same. You know, like, yep. there was an enforcer. And True. That 08 it. team, there's a lot of arguments that they wouldn't have won had Perk not come mm-hmm. back. Yeah. Doc Rivers always says that starting five has never lost to anyone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And Rondo was an inclusion at the time. Because exactly. I remember seeing the last one and they like, they needed they missed something and then mm-hmm. Rondo kind of filled that gap and yeah, yeah. I mean that was I think the stars aligned for them mm. and there's some great battles but I'm just looking yeah. at the roster now like you've yeah. got the guys like Luke Walton another glue guy yeah Sasha Vujicic just banging threes yeah, yeah. Shannon Brown he wasn't banging just threes Shannon yeah. Brown you see his wife anyway <laughs> <laughs> that was fantastic Shannon um, Brown was really important to that team yeah. he played probably yeah, 20 to 30 minutes a game yeah. guaranteed 10 points chipped yeah. in for a couple of rebounds yeah. and was the most athletic dude I have ever seen yeah. in my life some of his dunks yeah. when he used to like get his ass above the rim yeah. wild yes I agree with you I think he was kind of like Kobe's little protege yeah and um, after and the he, Lakers never really worked out but yeah, at the time yeah where did he go to afterwards I want to say Miami Phoenix, Phoenix. I think he spent he bounced spell around there. after yeah. that yeah but definitely I think I remember watching matches afterwards and Kobe would always come up to him after the game and speak to him and be friends with him and obviously you know, and I, and I guess with any profession you make you make alliances with people younger than you and you kind of want to put them under your wing and Kobe definitely did that my favourite player on that team was Steve Blake yeah at the time he played he for did... the Kings for a while yeah he did a few games did he <laughs> yeah yeah I think yeah. two or three I oh don't know God. exactly I but didn't I remember know that. <laughs> they promoted him but on this team full of like behemoths and super athletic dudes and yeah. talent 
he was just this like skinny, unathletic white guy. He looked like Eminem on the court. But basically. he just had so much heart. He would body he up to anyone, he take did. on anyone. A great player, just revved up the second unit. And I think when you when you're a role player like that in a team with stars, you, you're afforded the opportunity to just play your game. Yeah. And I think he did that and made the most of that. Um, but yeah, man, it was it was great television viewing at the time. And soon after that, I moved to LA. All oh, right, I see this. We didn't know. Okay. All right, here we yeah. go. Not for that reason alone, yeah, yeah, yeah. because I was a Laker fan. Oh, <laughs> I was like, oh, my heart is calling me to LA. All right. So you moved so, to LA just to as LA. the wheels started falling off. Two thousand, no, just before. It's about two thousand and twelve. In two thousand and twelve, I was in LA. Yeah. Oh, um, is that and that was the... Kobe's second last year, third last year. So but Dwight is a Dwight. Oh, so is, it, is that the Dwight Steve Nash year? Yes. And oh, okay. it was last year they've made the playoffs, I believe. They haven't made the playoffs since. No. Yeah, you might be right. It's a drought. Yeah. So it was kind of strange for me because I had a, a, a weird scenario where um, went to LA, worked in LA with my, fam- with my yeah, wife. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, she wasn't working, but she somehow got pregnant. By me, don't worry. Um, <laughs> Somehow. And she had to kind of come home. Yeah. And I was in LA and I was like, sweet. I, I, I mean, I was making good money and I was like, I got to stay here and I kind of finish and try and finish off the year. Mm-hmm. So she came back to Sydney mm-hmm. and I was living in LA. And it was such a weird juxtaposition for me because, you know, of course I miss my wife and mm-hmm. she was pregnant in Sydney, you, mm-hmm. know, you know, getting bigger as the days went by. But at the same token... I'm here by myself in LA, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. not too far from Staples oh, yeah. and, you know, working in media, we'll get, I'll get free tickets to basketball, left, right Did and you center. get to go to the games? One week I went four times a week. Oh, oh my God. Because I had the Clippers and the Lakers yes. and I had a lot of, you know, people inviting me to games yeah. and I wouldn't say no to anybody no inviting me to a basketball game. Did you catch any of the, like the... The first up and coming years of Lob City. That's what I was going to say. Absolutely, yeah. So, Blake. Um, I watched the dunk where Blake pumped it on. Who was it? Kendrick. Stoudemire? No, I think it was Kendrick. Oh. And it was like, <laughs> Kendrick. gave me a heart attack. <laughs> Kendrick on o- at OKC. And Kendrick was like trying to block him. And Blake just went over the top of him yeah, and just dropped it on I his head. I swear, whenever you see the top 10 Blake dunks, yeah. it's the top three every oh, yes. time. And I've never oh, seen Oh, no, him. it was Mozgov. Was it Tim F.A. Mozgov? No, it wasn't Mozgov. It was definitely... It was a similar dunk though, right? He did a similar dunk Yeah, it was almost the same thing. Yeah, 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 he did. (laughs) Um, But you're watching that blow up was amazing. Um, And it was kind of weird because I like... What was that like in person? Watching that dunk itself was absolutely... (laughs) Yes, watching my kids being born was fantastic. (laughs) (laughs) But so electrifying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just watching something like that. And this is the moment you live for. You're like, oh my God. Uh, One year... Again, my wife was one year, one game. My wife was already back. It's really weird in LA because like everyone you become friends with isn't actually from LA. Mm, totally. So I had this thing where I went down. I went to New York for a few days in the Christmas break, and I was going to come back for New Year's to LA. And I called all my mates, and I'm like, "Hey, man, what are we doing for New Year's Eve?" And they're like, "Man, I'm in Minnesota, or man, yeah. I'm in Arizona, or I'm up at Portland with my family." And I'm like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> I felt really depressed because I was going to have New Year's Eve by myself. Yeah. Um, so I'm like, how am I going to cheer myself up? And just went online, have a look at the next game. Next game's tomorrow morning. I was like, oh, shit, that's awesome. Hell um, yes. w- what's the best tickets I can get? And I'm like, shit, front row. Ooh. $500. <laughs> Probably the best price I've ever seen for a front row ticket. <laughs> yeah. Why not get two? 
like snapped oh them right God. up. Like New Year's Eve, I snapped them right up, thinking the next day, yeah. like 12 o'clock, I think the game was, I'm going to go to the game. I'm like, and then I picked up the phone, called up my friends. I'm like, hey, man, you want to come to this game? It's like, I told you yesterday, I'm at Portland. <laughs> I told you I was at Arizona. You know, I was like, oh, shit, I totally bought two tickets for no reason, but because, you know, I didn't want to go to yeah. the basketball myself. But fuck it, I did go by myself, yeah. right? So I just scalped the ticket and just sat at the front. Did and you sit next to the guy you scalped it to? Well, I kind of <laughs> yeah. tried to suss that out because I, I scalped it to this one guy um, and then it, he wasn't the guy that's next to me. I'm oh, like, right. so how did you get the ticket? Like, this guy over there just like, I'll give you a front row for your swap because he wanted to be with his friends. Yeah. So, oh, like, right, okay. right. so it worked out perfectly. Um, so things like being so close and taking shots and then... Um, you know, a cheerleader would come up and try and throw something at me, you know, like dumbass. I just missed it. And the guys next to me, like, what are you doing, man? I'm like, oh. I'm so excited. Yeah, like, so moments like that were just like incredible for me. Uh, was, this, I, was it a Clippers or a Lakers game? It was a Clippers versus who was it? I can't remember now. Could have been Boston. But anyway, Boston it was, won, it was definitely a good game. It was a New Year's Day game. Um, and. Yeah, going back that night and watching myself on TV. Yes. Like, oh, yeah, there I am. Front row. There I am. <laughs> yeah, it was insane. It was the insane. phone finger going. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I had a phone <laughs> just by myself. Hey, yeah. mom. It was like literally the dream. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, so if like, I could sit floor seats for an NBA I had game. Such a juxtaposition in my life because I had that for three months mm -hmm. and then going back to pretty much my wife having a baby. So I came in back Sydney. in April in Sydney. So I went from. Bachelor life in LA minus, you know, the, bachelor the bonus <laughs> bachelor to coming home and being a dad. It was just yeah, like, yeah. But, but I'm wow. so glad that I had that opportunity. Yeah, that's yeah. so that's good. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah. Man. Well, in that 2012, 13 year with Dwight and uh, Steve Nash and all that, mm. you were in LA. Mm. What was the reaction like? Was it positive? Were people nervous? <sighs> yeah. Because at people the time, were nervous. I remember it to be really similar to Gary Payton and Karl Malone moving over. Yeah, yeah. I, again, that was the dark period for me where NBA kind of just went off, off mm. the grid for a while. Um, and you hear stories of that, them making that super team. And, and, yeah, yeah. And they yeah, well. they did well. Like, they still did well. Like, they made the finals oh, yeah. and lost by a few points. But... Um, yeah, everyone knew that Dwight wasn't really a, a team player. Okay. Um, and he was still had clout. Obviously, he had a lot of clout. Um, yeah, he just came off some dominant years yeah. in Orlando. But, yeah. but with back was... problems as well. So you kind of knew that... Yeah. Back problems, yeah. he got his coach fired. Mm. There was dramas in that last yeah. year. Yeah, yeah. But he was like a... Like an MVP candidate, yeah, yeah, and back absolutely. to back years, you're like, okay, we'll get him, we'll get him into LA, Defensive get him with Kobe and Steve yeah, Nash. Yeah, yeah. Be right. I mean, the funny things was Shaq would make fun of him the whole time, like, yeah, yeah stop trying to be me, like, okay, <laughs> LA, and Superman tattoos, and you're like, Shaq was just laughing. Um, yeah, you gotta love him. Um, but yeah, it was a bit of trepidation there, obviously. Um, and the Laker fans just love the Lakers no matter what, like, except for maybe this year or the year before. Um, <laughs> but a lot of the like, you know, LA is funny too because, like I said before, you know, most people go for their local team, but LA there's two teams. Mm -hmm. And when I got there, I thought it'd be like here, where you know, if you're from the beaches, you go for Manly, and if you're from the South, you go for Rabbitohs. But not, but like, there's no territory division over there. It's just you either pick yeah, you just one or, you or the other. Like, yeah. Yeah. Who does your dad like? Yeah, 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 yeah. Do you pick Boston or Boston? Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm gonna go for Boston, right? Um, so, uh, and it took it took me a while to scope out how people would trying to pick their team but I think it's just through you know what we're talking about now who, who you like when you were yeah. younger most of the time the Lakers were better well, I imagine at that point like the Lakers split fan wise would have been like 90% Lakers and then 10% yeah. Clippers well the Clippers had no history of they success had no at his, that and point. the funniest time 
and it, unfortunately it was wasn't Obama era. It was just the guy before. I don't know what his name, Mr. Bush. No, what's his name? Um, the the racist guy who got done. Oh, old Don Sterling. Sterling, yes. Oh, he meant president still, wise. It was still Sterling. It was still Sterling running yeah. the job, but he had a major decision that, you know, in the home games we're going to blank out all the Lakers pennants, and just put pictures of of Clippers fans, yeah. and because you're like. Isn't it really weird that they're in the it, Staples and then there's all, all these the Lakers banners? <laughs> yeah, sixteen yeah. banners hanging up. Yeah. yeah, I went to a few Lakers Clippers games, so that that was actually oh, kind of fun. Those are going to be so good yeah. this year. But the Lakers, the Clippers fans were actually pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, they had this one guy, I forget what his name is, Elder Clipper, and he was all dressed up in like he was like the unofficial, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, head of head of the cheerleading guys, and he'd dress up and he'd go to every games and he'd kind of rev things up. Oh, I was like that Raptors guy this yeah. past season. Oh yeah. yeah. The, uh, I can't remember fan. his name, yeah, but he, fan, he's... Yeah. Uh, Drake, his name is... No, I'm <laughs> yeah, the other super yeah, fan. The yeah. real super yeah. fan. I don't want to butcher his name. So yeah, yeah, I'm not going to try. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, the guy who sits on the... On we the, know yeah. who it is. Yeah, yeah, on the floor. He's always throwing the towel up during free throws. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's really great. Good. Apparently he's like a really a mogul up in yeah. in Toronto. He's a car mogul or something mm-hmm. like that. He sells... He was telling all the Toronto fans, guys, leave Kawhi alone. You, yeah. You're pressuring him too much. <laughs> yeah. Well, the Clippers guy, I don't think he's got any money. He just has enough money to buy his season on tickets and everyone loves him. I think Clipper Dan... I think his name is for, for the Clipper fans out there. I'm sorry, um, but um, yeah, you didn't, yeah. The sentiment at the time was, "Hey, it's the Lakers. We're going to the Lake Show, and um, you know we still have Kobe. So Kobe will. I think he had a pretty bad injury that year. Yeah, so Kobe got injured, and then after that, D'Antoni got fired, and mm. then Steve Nash got injured, and yeah. then Dwight got injured. Well, I thought Dwight. Uh, Nash was a bit of a like. He was literally throwing right? a few. Like he was, he was forty. Just, yeah. <laughs> like literally, he was like thirty nine or forty. But unfortunately, I don't think he bring, brought much to the table that year. Like, yeah, the name, but other than that, I mean, Kobe's gonna have the ball a lot of the time. Yeah. And I mean, in theory, it made a lot of sense. Yeah, it kind of happening, but yeah, it was also shortly after that big vetoed trade Chris where Paul. Chris Paul was yes. meant to go to the Lakers. Yes, and that's when he went. And that same year, that's when he went. He went to, to the, the Clippers. Clippers instead, and yeah. the NBA facilitated that trade. Yeah, yeah Dave Stern was the one mistaken. who who vetoed the trade, and yeah, you're right. You're absolutely right. And and there was so they wanted their point guard, which Correct. they got in Steve Nash, which at the time obviously was not quite mm. Chris not, Paul. Not Chris Paul, and Chris Paul was just killing it. Just yeah, oh, he's he a came freak. To the Hornets, and everyone was going, uh, you know, realizing how good he was. Um, and it would have been a match made in heaven, but unfortunately, I don't know if there's any been any veto trade to that to that magnitude no. since. But I can't even think of a vetoed trade since. Yeah. Yeah. I think it was because the Bobcats didn't have like a, was it the Bobcats at the time? Yeah, or the Pelicans anyway. It, it was the Hornets, the Hornets didn't have a principal owner at the time, so the yeah. NBA was in control, yeah. and they That's thought right. that right. wouldn't make the league fair. So mm. they vetoed it, which mm. is unprecedented and yeah. has never happened it again. It can't happen again because, yeah, they haven't got control to the team. Um, How things would be today had that trade not been vetoed. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, the whole butterfly effect, right? Yeah. And obviously you see some crazy trades now and what happened with KD and, you know, just the uproar, the, the fury of, of fans of when you put two superstars together. Um it's kind of nice too to the narrative of basketball. We all love basketball for a watching the sport, but the whole storyline. Yeah, oh, well, it. you're and, preaching to the choir. Yeah, man. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. You guys are sold on that 
Um, <laughs> and I kind of liken it to to wrestling. When you were kids, you watch wrestling, and you're like, I know it's fake, but the yeah, storylines are cool. But yeah, here, it's, it's like it's real. Yeah. The storylines real. Yeah. Um, and it's kind of, I don't know if NBA meant to go that way, but I think the, mm. why people like basketball so much or so in tune with the NBA is for that reason. Yeah, and I think the, yeah, the, the, the discussion around the free agency period this yeah, year is, is unprecedented. Yeah. Um, yeah, I can't wait to see what happens. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So then the wheels started to so fall off. So they fell off. off. Yeah, they fell off completely. Um, and and you know what? Some real bad trades. Um, some real bad contracts. I mean, it um, started with the Kobe contract off the back of the Achilles. Yes. yes. Um, and then Mozgov. They oh, gave Mozgov sixty million or whatever. They're still they're still paying Luol Deng. They're still paying Luol Deng for two five, or three more years. <laughs> five mil yeah. of their cap every year is going Luol yeah. Deng. Who thankfully has the best smile in the NBA? <laughs> Great glue guy, hey, awesome player. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, he got beaten. He worked really hard for the Bulls. Too hard, but he wasn't worth that. I think he got a sixty mil five year. I don't know. He just got an insane. Everyone game. got paid. It was weird because like this team was clearly in free fall. Well, didn't just win, and all their best players are leaving. I almost want to say sabotage, right? Like the Kobe, the Kobe contract was shit, but you can justify it because yeah. it's Kobe. But it was shit. But it was shit. And I don't know the numbers off the top of my head, but I want to say it was I'm like almost certain year. in that last yeah, it was like year. Max, it was a short max, yeah. essentially. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, two years, 60 million or something. Something crazy hmm. like that. And I get it. Like, it's almost as if player. they knew we're going to suck. Yeah. We're not going to have any use for this cap space anyway. We might as well give Kobe his due, give him his farewell year, and that's that. And that's that. Yeah. And But that was, they gave it to him before the farewell year. Yeah. But absolutely, they were like, yeah, you're a legacy guy. We're going to give you what you want. Yeah. And he, arguably, he was quite selfish in, in asking for that money because... Definitely. <laughs> and the farewell year. And holding the, farewell the whole year. team back. And... You know, but you, you know, there's some great moments that came out of you know, the, the last game. Point. I was there. Fantastic. Yeah. You were there. Oh, you were, no, I didn't say that. Oh, I thought you said I was there. No, I was I was there. Like, what? <laughs> I, I still... Tell me, what were you, what were, where were you when Kobe dropped 60? Front row. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. can tell you where I was. Yeah. I vividly remember it. I was at work. I was working at a chemist at the time. Mm-hmm. And the chemist I worked for, the owner of it, also had a really small, like... Uh, just like local chemist across the street. Yeah. So every now and again, if that chemist didn't have something and someone needed it, I'd walk it across from one side to the other. And I would use this opportunity to check the box scores uh, awesome. religiously. Awesome. And I like was walking outside, pulled my phone out, checked the box score. I was like, oh, it's late. Uh, Kobe's last day today. Utah needed a win to make the playoffs. Yeah, so I wonder what happened. And my eyes bulged out of my head. Yeah. 60 points. Yeah. <laughs> Lakers mean, win, Utah's out. Obvious setup. But the fact that they eliminated someone just made it a little bit extra. Yeah, like even in his team. last game, he had to ruin something for someone. <laughs> someone. He didn't pass someone the ball. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was fantastic. Um, but yeah, that shit contract. Um, and I hate saying it because it's Kobe. And, and, you know, um, and every Laker fan loves Kobe. Yeah. Um, it was the same year they drafted D'Angelo Russell. Correct, correct. It was the same year where they had pretty much everyone injured. Mm. And that great vision of, what's his name? Chris Kamen. Was it Chris Kamen? Yeah. <laughs> on yeah. the bench, just lying back. And just, like, just I haven't heard Chris Kamen in so long. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Like, I again, another year. Well, what, I mean, outside of Swaggy P too, I kind of like, because like, the same reasons I like Meta, I uh, like yeah. Swaggy P. I th- it might have been that year or the year after when... 
D'Angelo like recorded. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, that was, that that was the over the next year. Yeah, that oh. whole debacle. That was amazing. Yeah, D'Angelo gets excommunicated for telling yeah. someone. Yeah, that he... and now Magic comes out and says yeah. that's the reason why. Uh, that's why we cut. cut we cut him. I'm like, fuck. Just because Idiot. of that. Yeah. Just because he left his phone on and then yeah. apparently got hacked. Um, <laughs> hacked. But. Yeah, yeah, those, those shit contracts. Yeah, and they were... Just killed, it, just killed it for, like, a good six years. I remember the plan being Kobe would, like, spend his last season showing D'Lo, this is how you do it, this is how you do it. Mm-hmm. But I can't help but feel it just stunted D'Lo's growth. Well, Kobe wanted to play, start every game. now, because obviously last year yeah, he, he had left. a breakout season. Yeah. Um, and... And I don't think it's a coincidence that no. he started to pick it up as soon as he got pulled out of that environment. Yeah, yeah. The year before, obviously, he, he was injured quite a lot. He still played well, from memory, his first year at Brooklyn. But, yeah, last year he kind of just... Picked it up. Picked it up, you know, and went yeah. to the next level. And, you know, kind of like, you'd like to see that. And actually, there's a lot, in that period, there's a lot of good Lakers that got traded as well. We, we talk about this yeah. all the time. Yeah. Like, D'Lo probably would be the perfect partner for LeBron and Anthony Davis right now. Had they not got rid of him. Correct. And I think... And last year when they had their young core with Ingram and Lonzo yep. and all that, yep. D'Lo would have slid in meticulously. Oh, yeah. And they wouldn't yeah. have had a problem. Yeah. But here we are. That's Swaggy P though. Yeah. That's Swaggy P. That's Swaggy P. I'm pretty sure Swaggy P had like an NBA best three-point clip one of these seasons with the Lakers. Yeah. That could be because that's pretty much all he did was pull out threes. Yeah. Um, he just runs three point to three point line. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I still <laughs> I still remember one. But he does it with swag. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, he 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 really swagged this. Yeah, he yeah, like yeah. got up, shot his shot, turns around, starts oh, doing yeah, the three yeah, yeah. symbol uh, back to the, the back the to the basket, yeah. rim straight out. Yeah, oh, he's one of the most memeable <laughs> athletes in yeah, he all is, sports. He is, yeah. I reckon <laughs> if they did a meme tally on basketball, it's him and. Yao Ming would be up there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, man, he's trying to get cocaine legalized after the Golden State Warriors championship. Oh, my God. <laughs> this guy's all over the place. Yeah, he's, but he's so we kept him instead of the all-star instead D'Angelo. D'Angelo. Russell. And, yeah, who's, who's, where are they now, basically? Um, yeah. I mean, even um, Julius Randles looked really good. They got rid I of him. I thought he was fantastic. I don't know why they got rid of him. Yeah, I, get, I get why, you know, I guess ultimately led to LeBron, but you're like... Yeah. Like, oh, another good person gone. You know, like person like, yeah, gone. like, don't yeah. you feel you've just invested all this time, energy, and money into this young guy, yeah. gotten him better, and then you let him go. And you let him go. And, and I guess that's the business, and, yeah. and and that happens a lot in a lot of industries. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. You know, we joked about our industry doing the same thing <laughs> um, earlier. But, but, yeah, you know, like, you just have to put up with it and you hope that the the the, the managers make the right decisions and hopefully it all ends up in a, you know... I'm just gunning for a playoff spot next year. I, I, know I, most think, that's where your I think you'd be safe to gun well, for Well, because when you're just six, years of, uh, <laughs> six years of disappointment, then yeah, yeah. yeah you kind of yeah. like, look, first You can't take first. the hurt this year. You can't... <laughs> yeah, yeah, but too much pain. <laughs> too much pain. Um, no, obviously... If you put your standards at high, like, yeah, finals would be fantastic. But there's a lot of great teams in the West still, mm-hmm. um, and you don't know how the chemistry is going to happen out with AD and LeBron. Like, yeah, You're a far um, more realistic Lakers fan than Beatty is. Yeah, well, <laughs> my other friends like, mate, they're going to the finals. I'm like, they're going to win they, uncontested. I'm like, I don't, yeah. I don't think they're going to miss the playoffs, but. If LeBron or AD gets a significant injury, misses like two or three months, the West is so stacked that if you drop back like three or four games, you might. There's so many good teams. There's so many good teams, like teams, like just a good team. Yeah. The Nuggets are a good team. Oh, the Nuggets are going to be incredible. The Jazz, 
rockets like funder might still be really good like we don't know yet like we have to sit and wait back wait at least you know 20 games before we can make a valid opinion the only team that we know is going to suck is going to be the phoenix suns because that's just correct like death taxes and the suns suck yeah this sucks well they're moving into this (laughs) god bless them moving into this season how how did you feel the trade with the pelicans how how's this going to impact you guys was it the was it did you give away too much? Was it the right move? Obviously, yeah. you've got Anthony Davis. You can't really say it's the wrong move, but yeah, you sold I mean, off the whole young core again. How do you feel about it? Well, I guess they win now, right? Like, LeBron's got, what, two or three good years left in him before, mm-hmm. arguably one or two. So they have to start winning now. Um, so that's why you go all in on, on, on giving out chips, giving out... You know, picks for the next few years. Um, just a couple. <laughs> yeah, just a few. <laughs> just pick them off, throw them out. Um, but you got to do something now, right? And and so most most people think in any trade, the best player in the, in the trade, that team who gets the best player is the one that comes off best. So yeah, who do you feel won this? Well, we didn't know. Well, I guess we, we won't know, know until yeah. If, if the Lakers win a championship, then the Lakers win the trade. But then what if the Pelicans win a championship in seven years off the back of these draft picks? It doesn't matter. It doesn't if, matter if you get Lakers, that, no. if you add that 17th ring, LeBron vindicates his Lakers experience. Yeah. Anthony Davis enters that stage. The Lakers are back, baby. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That whole that yeah. whole thing. And then Anthony one, Davis one more caveat. Sorry, yeah. I'm not a LeBron fan. Oh, interesting. In and what, I think what, true Lakers fans are not LeBron fans. Oh, hot take. <laughs> because you've hated him for so long. Yes. Yes. All right, so the year he he came and people were like saying, putting murals up in LA and real LA people would come up and just take him straight down again. You're like, no, he hasn't actually done anything yet. Like, you know, make him earn it. The standard of Hall of, you know, Hall of Fame standard of LA players. Yes, he's going to be a Hall of Famer. But But LA Hall of of Famers win. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Is he an LA Hall of Famer yet? Like, Like, Hasn't done it. Yeah. Didn't even make the playoffs. Exactly. That's all he's done so far is blow up the team. Yeah. That's some good games. That's some good games before Christmas. Yeah. Then fucking ratted on everyone, <laughs> and they all got scared and played shit for the next fucking six weeks. Exactly. And that's what happened last year. Um, whether you can, I mean, it's a year's a year. You can turn that around quite quickly, but we have to wait and see. Um, will Will AD work well? Surely he has to a, be better than last year. They're a devastating combo. I think when they're going to be healthy. Absolutely, you know, um, and they're talking about LeBron pay- playing point, which mm. is like, okay, how's that going to work? Well, like, I have no point guards. I have no choice. We got your beloved Rondo, so you kind of. That's uh, true. <laughs> you Can't, won a championship for the Boston. It's uh, you true. Know, I was that was only a decade ago. <laughs> <laughs> he looks exactly the same. Man. He looks. He still looks like the turtle Franklin. Or whatever. <laughs> um, His hands didn't get any smaller. That's right? true. And, and that look, they, he, him and AD were a really nice combo there for yeah. a, a brief Pelicans. moment in. Yeah. in and in cousins, New right? So you have that. Yeah. that, that and that. And Do you was feel a like people moment. forget about cousins? Yeah, because it kind of came late in the trade season. Or the trade, mm. we're talking recently, but late, late in the trade, se- trade season. Um, and we forget two years ago, this guy's pretty much mm. an all-star. Mm. Like He deserved Max before he got injured. And he was gunning for Max before he got injured. Mm. And yeah, I get what he did with the Warriors. Like Understandably, you know, Bogut and it, essentially it, tried to do the same thing on a lower budget. It very well could have paid off had it not been for that quad in the finals. I mean, he, look, he hasn't looked anywhere if, near yeah. what he has. I mean, look, him getting paid the minimum of whatever it is, $3.5 million, yeah. just shows that the rest of the NBA has the opinion of, 
we don't see it happening. But yeah. you take the risk at three point five if you're the Lakers yeah, that's every single time. That's Absolutely. nothing. That's especially, like especially with two other. Vet, I'm calling AD a veteran here, but two other veterans with Rondo who've played together successfully in 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 yeah. the Pelicans. So top that team put LeBron onto it. Surely we got playoff. Oh my god! I keep agreeing that, that if they have LeBron and AD stay like relatively healthy, they're making the playoffs. If they don't make the playoffs, I'll eat your yeah. scarf. Oh, please, please. <laughs> I've been wearing the scarf for too long. Um, I think people but, are sleeping on LeBron. Like he was, he was really, really good last year. He doesn't play defense in the regular season until anymore. he pulled the groin. He was playing. Yeah, and they were top three. Yeah, I they were. Say. Yeah, they were. A, if he hadn't got injured, they would have made the playoffs. Yeah. I was saying before the season last year that if mm. he if he makes the playoffs, I'll, I'll pick yeah, LeBron win the league. <laughs> against anyone except for the, the Warriors. I, I yeah. still think that he has that gear. And especially now that he's had the full playoffs to rest for the first time yeah. in my whole life, it feels mm. like. Mm. A rounded out roster. He's been sleeping in the cryo chamber just every day. Yeah. Eating tacos Eaten. on Tuesdays. Oh, yeah, that's not that. That was yeah. <laughs> not a fan. <laughs> you don't like tacos? <laughs> Jason Tatum. You don't like tacos. <laughs> Tuesday. Jesus, man. Yeah. <laughs> so he's from Boston. He doesn't like tacos. It's great American food. Um, tacos. Yeah, true. Um, but what was your question? I can't remember. <laughs> I think people sleeping on LeBron uh, yeah, and, yeah. What, yeah. and what he's able to do next year. I think. Yeah, they're gonna be they're gonna be a force. Well, the. the the time factor, like how long can he perform at that level before he gives mm. up? And this first, I think last year was probably the first indication. The first time he got injured. Yeah, the first real injury ever. And I've seen this before with Kobe where mm. he, he kind of like, he's, what is he, 35? 35? He's 35. He turns 35 this year. Okay, so wow. to be fair, <laughs> and I'm, I'm 38. How are your knees? I don't think I'm playing in the NBA. <laughs> like, I have to retire, right? Like, yeah, my knees are shit. Like, <laughs> I'm not kidding. Like, yeah. you get these aches and pains mm. that you're kind of not used to. Um, and you know, everyone knows you're not young forever, but at the same token, like, he has this, you know, incredible power to him. And He's his not body you... for basketball. Uh, yeah, I don't think you can, I don't think there's a case study for what we're going to see because there's mm. been no one like him ever. Like, he, mm. the fact that he's only ever gotten one injury for a few months in an entire. 18 year career is the only one I can think of is literally Michael Jordan yeah Mm. but he he had a a good year off I remember yeah year and a half playing baseball (laughs) baseball baseball um I thought, yeah, I don't think there's a case study. And even Michael Jordan wasn't as, as big. I think LeBron's game might age a little bit better just because he'll be able to handle dudes in the, mm. in the low post just because he's yeah. so big. and like he, he, Even when his pace and explosiveness start mm. to disappear a little bit, he's not going to be useless. Yeah. He's still got the size. He's still got the bulk. He's still got the... And don't forget Jordan was playing college for three years. Yeah. Yes. So, LeBron's well. younger than he was at the back end of his career as well, yeah. Yeah, so... Especially those right, wizard but... years. Yeah. Um, I totally forgot about them. Yeah. <laughs> Most people but do. Yeah, we don't, we don't like to talk about those, <laughs> those years. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, it's good to see Jordan still in the game, though. He still have an impact. For, unfortunately, his team is a bit shit. Oh, though, but he's a much better player than he is an owner, that's for damn yeah, sure. Yeah, but he still looks like, like he's speaking about being frozen, like he still looks like the 90s, man. He's still the oh. 90s picture boy I reckon with he, I reckon he could, yeah. and, He could be a 12th man on like half a team. <laughs> yeah. And I think, you know, the Charlotte team just love him being around. You yeah. kind of see that. Um, yeah, man. I think he's still got it in it, man. Tom Brady's winning Super Bowls at age 42. LeBron James is doing stuff that we've never seen before. And everyone talks about him playing with his, his, with his son. son. He's got to go another four or five years. I don't think it's possible. But 
it, it might be on a legacy Lakers thing. So if he does win a championship in the, ne- in the next two, three years, even his one, mm. they'll probably pay his dues like they gave Kobe his dues. Well, I, I can see LeBron being self-aware enough to, once he, especially if he gets his next title, being like just scaling it back and becoming a 20, 25... Well, you say that. he. I don't know if he'll ever be able to do it, but... Mm. In theory, he can you know scale it back to a 20, 25 minute per mm. game kind of guy and be mm. a role player mm. and just extend LeBron that career. LeBron off the bench. LeBron off the bench. He would never. No, he would never. He do never that. <laughs> you still got to start him. It's like Dirk. You know, you got to start him as long as you can. But no, Dirk was good about it though. Dirk. Yeah. Dirk, Dirk was the best about yeah. it. Yeah. He took he the pay cut. Dirk knew what he was there for. Mm. You know, like you know, he's the stretch four, and he was you know the first real stretch four, and then he kind of changed the game in that mm-hmm. element. Um, but. He knew that he wasn't the young man he used to be. And there's a point, I guess, in any man's life <laughs> that you realise, okay, I kind of need to sort of let the younger guys do their thing. And, and, and Kobe didn't really do it. Um, Dirk did it really well. Uh, Wade was good at doing it. Mm-hmm. I think he was a good mentor too. Wade did great. Yeah. Um, and it depends on your own ego. Like, I was going to say before, like people, people's egos are a big factor in, in contracts. So we were talking about Cousins before, and I think the fact that his value came down so much is because he's not a good guy in the locker room, right? Um, Melo's another, another example mm-hmm. where, you know, yeah, he probably could still be playing if he didn't have such a dickhead yeah. personality. He's like, oh, I'll rebound and play some defense yeah. as opposed to just take and pull up jumpers. Because that's exactly. what I was always being good at. Yeah. He'd probably carve out a nice 12-minute roll a game. But. He could easily. Like, he's better than a lot of the players mm-hmm. out there. Um, obviously, there's a point. Because you're old, you expect a certain amount of money. Mm. Um, but obviously, there's veteran minimum deals out there for that reason. But, yeah, man, I think LeBron's got about two, three good years in him. Um, AD needs about one or two years to make it work with LeBron. Um yeah, and need some extra pieces, probably. I'm so glad it's not last year with this meme team that we had. Oh. It was just a joke. It was just a joke of how many bad players... Michael Beasley. Oh, to start off we with, the man. They literally took him out cut. of playing in China and put him on the roster. Oh, my God. Um, the roster is infinitely better than and then Lance, and I was like, oh, and then Rondo. And Rondo's not so bad, but he's old. Mm-hmm. Right. And you're like, JaVille McGee. Mm-hmm. Arguably, he's okay now. They yeah. kind of put the life back into him, yeah. but... Him by oh, himself without the other guys, is that's okay? Yeah, you literally put a meme team. Like, yeah. it's, not, it's not a joke. Like, everyone that everyone laughed about, put with him LeBron. It was the Lakers yeah. team last year, and, and it was pitiful, and I, I wasn't <laughs> expecting playoff glory or playoff hopes, but this year I am. Well, then, know? to wrap up, Alexis Brassel, <laughs> what is your expectation for this season? Or prediction? Yeah, what's your prediction for this season? For the Lakers? For the mm. Lakers. So, um, yes, definitely playoffs. So, first, second round, I'll be happy. Wow. Ooh. So, a second round loss to the Clippers in six games, and you're a happy man? Seven games, I'll be Seven happy. games, all right. Make it tight. <laughs> make it tight. Make it tighter. Give it a good run. And I'll, an A&D and LeBron, mm. I'll be like, oh. See, LeBron needs to redeem himself in my mind because of... 15 years of hating LeBron. <laughs> yeah, you've got to earn that ring and yeah. then I'll like you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You fucked up my hopes for so many years. Um, but, yeah, I'll be happy with that. And then to look to the next year on top of that. So, okay. so I'm not expecting... I mean, the Clippers look good, but... I, I, Hey, that's the the Warriors are good. I still the Nuggets are fantastic, oh. and that's just the West. Mm-hmm. We're still not even talking about what their opponents are going to be like in the East. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 
exactly right. Well, like if that's the case, I don't think you're going to end this season in disappointment. Me you, too. You might end happy. Could be the first time in six years. <laughs> Maybe I need to go back to LA just to uh, get that happiness back. Yeah. Well, on yeah. that note, you've been tuned into Backdoor Cut. Alexis, thank you so much for coming thank on. You, thank you very much. It's been an absolute pleasure having yeah, you. My online. name is Josh DiMatteo, here with Jake Eisenberg. Give us a follow and a like on Instagram and Twitter, at Backdoor Cut and at Backdoor underscore cut. Follow Jake on Twitter, at Jake Eisenberg. Till next week. Peace. Peace. Peace.